Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Well, hello there, one and all, and welcome to the Football Ramble. Arsenal impressed against the Hammers, and Ward-Prowse edges closer to Davy Beckham's record. It's Thursday, 16th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, haven't we been enjoying these midweek Premier League fixtures, Jim? It's always nice when you get uh, a little treat of what they call the English disease abroad, don't they? Because uh, often it was uh, the Premier League that would have midweek fixtures and the Mm. other leagues wouldn't do it. But we do it, Jim, and we do it well. Well, well, you know, when it's not been half decimated by an actual disease, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, it is nice, though, isn't it? I love the midweek match of the days in December. It's all good. It's an absolute treat, uh, Pete Donaldson. Mm. And when you have Arsenal beating West Ham 2-0 and uh, Bakayo Saka and Emile Smith-Rowe playing like that to prompt people to start singing Rockin' All Over the World, <laughs> but inserting, let's have it. Sing here, it. All right, here we go. Saka and Emile Smith-Rowe. Yeah. I have yeah. fancies about meeting Bakayo Saka. Why? Uh, I just, I just think I would like to have the opportunity to shake his hand and say thank you for all your work at England level. Yeah, do you know? I, yeah. I, I, but it's a fantasy that I, I just, it's in my soul like a lot, mm. and I, and I just think that it needs to happen soon, or else my head will explode. He's a bit like football's son. Do you know what I mean? You just yeah, really want him to yeah. do well. 
You're proud <laughs> the of him. Team, the whole team, Jim, as a, as, a, as an Arsenal fan, you must be so pleased with how, I said it a few weeks ago, Like this team is only going to get better and better <clears throat> and better and better, and I am enjoying watching them at the moment. Yeah, it's um, it's really they're the the most likable they've been in a long time, actually. Which is a, a, perhaps sometimes mm. a bit of an under underrated factor in how you relate to your own team, right? <laughs> you really, really want all yeah. these guys to do well. Part of it is their youth and the fact that there's there feels like there's a lot more to come. I think the the, uh, the challenge is improving at a rate that means you do get to capitalise on on seeing them all together when they're older, mm. rather than things you know going awry and you're losing a play here and there as, as, mm. as is often the case with products like this but yesterday they were, they were so dynamic just so so good I was so impressed uh, with the way they played the, the um, Abamyang thing didn't seem to be an issue at all Lacazette really really stepped up and led he had his, his best game of the season for Arsenal and the best I've seen him right. play in a long time despite him having his penalty saved but yeah they um, um, they just sort of they seem to carve through West Ham on the flanks fairly easily. And we're talking about a good side who defended very, very well too. Craig Dawson was, was absolutely excellent. Um, mm. So it was just, the last couple of games have just been so enjoyable to watch. And and it, it's, you know, it's nice to, to watch it sort of stress-free. <laughs> you're, you're sounding a bit like David Moyes in that, you know, obviously it was all sort of a bit doom and gloom. And now it's quite yeah. odd to hear you Talk all happiness about well, your this football will, team, Jim. I think this will happen all season. It will go up and down because it's the nature of Arsenal's position, isn't it? That um, mm. they are perceived to be, um, you know, below where they should should be in terms of the, the table and status. But obviously, the reality is, it is a young team that isn't, you know, uh, one of Wenger's classic teams. So they are going to lose games. They are going to lose a stupid game here and there, and then that's going to seem like a crisis um, because Arsenal were just in this position where people expect essentially a top four team uh, but we don't know if that is going to be the case yet we'll know that by the end of the season clearly they're having a tilt at it but um, we don't know and I I've, personally I've, I've, I do find that frustrating because when everyone's behind the team it's just so much more fun it's just so more mm. enjoyable as a fan you know mm. you can only you know you can't really affect the game realistically can you apart from cheering on your team when you get into the stadium so it does frustrate me if Arsenal lose a game in which they play pretty well like the Man United game obviously the Everton game was annoying but people immediately start calling for the manager's head and stuff like that. And essentially what I'm saying is, though I might be crowing now, this is going to happen again at some point this season. Yeah, Guaranteed. well, Arsenal are a top four side now because they've slipped yeah, in the absolutely. fourth position, yeah. Peter. We've spoke, spoke, spoken very briefly there about Emil Smith-Rowe and Bukayo Saka and how we'd like to meet, well, let's say both of them. Yes, OK. Um, but Gabriel Martinelli... Mm. Opened the scoring with a lovely goal, didn't he? And Martinelli I th- on the telly. Yeah, yeah always <laughs> pleasing to see. But I, I was uh, very impressed with the young man, as we all were. Mm. I, I was probably still only 20, because I sort of thought, oh, he's been there for a while. But no, he hasn't. He only signed, what, in, I think, 2019, was it, mm. to Arsenal? Nice little uh, uh, little flick through uh, one of the players' legs. Lovely goal, Peter. It was. Uh, but, and, and, and another uh, young player that Arsenal have got among their ranks that... Um, that, that, that's looking very promising uh, indeed. But I'd like to get your thoughts on the penalty, Peter. <laughs> uh, I I disagree with everyone I heard on Talkspot this morning. <laughs> was that and about think, a penalty or something think, else? And I think it was. Uh, I think it was a penalty. And, and David Moyes uh, was very much. Uh, very much into it as well. He was like, yeah, it was a penalty, which surprised me because it has mm. been a week of slightly soft, slightly strange, slightly odd 
uh, decisions in the Premier League. But I, I think on this occasion, I think we got it right. You, you've completely agreed with David Moyes because let me read you the quote there. He said, <laughs> we had a weekend of really soft penalty kicks and I think Anthony Taylor might have got this one right. Kufal mm. should have toe-poked the ball away or blocked it. I don't think it was that difficult to tackle to make. Well, he'd know. Yes, so mm. you and Moyes again uh, united in your views uh, <laughs> about, uh, about uh, you know crucial moments in football. Yeah. Um, but of course, Lacazette, as Jim said, missed the, 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 the penalty kick. Arteta said, well, he'll be on the next one. He mm. took it, what yeah. did he say? He took it with pride and passion or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think it's worth in this occasion or in this instance saying that actually Fabianski saved that penalty. You know what I mean? I think it's always harsh when a penalty is saved to say that. Yeah. The, nice the to see him back at Arsenal, it. Jim. Yeah, absolutely. No, it genuinely, it's good to see good to see ex players doing well. And Fabianski now seems really solid, doesn't he? Like people don't call him Flappianski anymore. Um, but um, yeah, I th- it, it was actually a pretty good penalty. But, but it was just a really good save, and it's going to happen. So yeah, I was mm. actually impressed though. Part of Arsenal's problems this season has been going one nil up, getting a little bit coy, trying to maybe sort of defend the lead a bit too much, like you know, forgetting it's only one goal. But mm. they didn't let the um, the penalty misaffected them for too long. It was about a five-minute spell where even though West Ham mm. had gone down to 10, you know, Arsenal looks a bit cagey, but they got, got back into the game and, and saw it out. And I was impressed by that. And I think if they can keep improving that aspect of the game, they're likely to essentially maybe, I don't know, maybe stop getting battered by the big teams and just, just be a bit more present in mm. those games. Well, 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 Jim, no team has picked up more points at home this season than Arsenal. 22 points Yeah, they're very good there. Yeah. Could we use the word fortress? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. It's one of my favourite terms of football. A bit like war chest. Is it yeah. a fortress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or a swamp. Can, can we make it a buttress instead? <laughs> it's not as good as a fortress. Yeah, I know. Do, do you have to go yeah, through helps. the stages? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would. I'd be comfortable calling it a buttress. There are plans to expand the buttress into a fortress, but obviously yeah. you have to do that on a game by game basis. Buttress, fortress. <laughs> what comes next? The Arsenal defensive team. <laughs> Why um, don't they sing that song? I, yeah, well, it's a lesson. No, I think they've been trying to get it going on the terraces, <laughs> but it yeah. is a bit can, tricky. Can I say actually about that that um, Saka and Smith Rowe song? I do find it frustrating mm. that it's "Here We Go, Saka and Emil Smith Rowe" when it could be "Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith Rowe." It's right yeah. there. You could use Missed both of their full names. It's, yeah, it's, it's too late now though. But like the buttress and the fortress, you know, that's being honed and... and, and It'll be refined, yeah. It'd be exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like watching that Beatles documentary you've been watching, Marcus. <laughs> Refining the songs over and over again. Exactly. When are you going to get to the actual <laughs> song of Get Back for crying yeah. out loud? Yeah. Oh, Marcus and Jim and anyone who's listening, I guess. Yes. I am sad that I think West Ham might be on the turn there. Season was always going to be yes. hinging on their squad <clears> depth, <throat> but they've got no defenders fit and mm. they could really do with being dumped out of the FA Cup point. Chris is good. Yeah, but they're going to... one shot on target to Arsenal's eight. Yeah. It's not great, is it? It's all about the Europa. It's all about the Europa. That's what they're going to do. That's the, what's that, March? It feels like it gets later every uh, year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that until I don't, I, August, Have they got a bye to the final or something? <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? And then they meet Napoli or something? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But, that, but, that, but inevitably, with um, a side who you know, the neutral kind of gets behind, mm. it's usually a, a good start and then it all kind of begins to kind of plateau off. Yeah. Because inevitably, as you say, Pete, you know, I, I, I know everyone's squad is depleted at the moment, mm. but if you will, in the normal runnings, you know, that it is, uh, compared to some of the big boys, a slightly limited squad, mm. but also they are being stretched in other competitions. And and you can't ignore that Europa League mm. uh, campaign. It is incredibly exciting. They're doing very, very well indeed. Mm. And perhaps, you don't like to say these kind of things, but perhaps as the season goes on, you do have to slightly prioritise. Mm. Um, so, so we shall see. 
Yeah. I, also, I mean, they've got Norwich at home next, which is absolutely ideal, isn't it? Really, <laughs> if you want to sort of like get yourself going again. And I think they've got they've got a pretty good run coming up of teams that are sort of essentially in the bottom half. So mm. they do have an opportunity opportunity to try and arrest it and kind of just just keep this going. But yeah, I mean, I want to see them do as well as possible, really. Mm. Did you see it was David Moyes' 600th Premier League game as a manager, joining Sir Alex Ferguson, Arsene Wenger and Harry Redknapp? Yes, please. Mm. Esteemed uh, company he's got there. Obviously, you know, they just didn't stop after 600 games before anybody <laughs> points that out. So he's not about to get the record. Um, but that is very, very impressive considering, mm. you know, he had a bit of time away and uh, and whatnot. Um, but it shows you, you know, what, you know, eating crisps in the terraces in La Liga can do for you. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, or so taking Sunderland down. Or taking Sunderland down. Well, that will happen, uh, Peter. We can all agree. <laughs> By the way, uh, we mentioned the penalty. Did we think it was a sending off for Kufal? Uh, I suppose if he's already on a booking. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can see why he's not on the field anymore, but it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Yeah, it looked it looked harsh, but um the it was given it was deemed to be reckless, wasn't it? Yeah. So if mm-hmm. if it's been deemed so, then he has to give the second record second record, second yellow, but I th- I don't know. Tricky if second that yellow. Was necessarily that <laughs> reckless. Yeah, very true. Well, Jim, speaking of sendings off, oh. um, did you see that in Paraguay, a goalkeeper was sent off seconds before kickoff in the country's Super Cup final last weekend? So before the ball has even been kicked, um, uh, Jean Fernandez, uh, he sort of crossed his arms in front of his throat. It was sort, mm. of, a, sort of a slightly threatening kind he, of. Yeah, uh, he, st- he stuck a sausage in his eye as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, that may or may not be true, but uh, <laughs> or, or, but yeah, he did that sort of like crossing his. I don't, how do you? I, I don't know. Like what, what was he doing? Like gesture, a kind of undertaker, kind of like I'm going to kill you. No, but it was yeah, but with both hands, like a sort of. Right. Uh, oh yeah, it looks like he was just kind of like showing where his beard because he's got a bit of a beard that guy yeah. he's sort of going look how big my beard could be that will be his so argument certainly his in argument. the uh, in the appeal yeah. but anyway he did that um, uh, in front of opposition supporters as he like walked little, towards his goal it's like a little TikTok dance yeah exactly Yeah, it's Could, a TikTok dance where everyone goes like that and it's a bit like that that's a bit like hey Macarena I remember it should we get a TikTok mate Marcus should we get a TikTok come on me and you mate we'll share an account I think it's about time I'll do the midnight hours <laughs> well, it gets a bit lustful. Lovely, and I'll and I'll just watch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but but he was sent off for this. Yeah, v- but the VAR best thing it was involved. VAR. Yeah. It was VAR. That, like the, it wasn't even one of the main cameras. You know that camera that's tucked in the top corner mm. that you see once every few weeks when someone stuffs one in the top corner. It was that camera that caught it. It was possible actual offensive or as it yes. says on the screen. <laughs> Possible like you are. It was offensive. All. It, was, it was a provocative gesture yeah, to the fan. Nice. We can't have that. Yeah. Whereas, whereas his his actual defence was that he was performing a Brazilian funk music gesture. <laughs> to the yeah. opposition fan. Anyone into this? Anyone no, into this? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Yeah. Can't right, gesture anything these days, can you? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what, there what we an are. explanation that is. It's like <laughs> actually a Brazilian funk music gesture. You know what? It might take us half an hour to check this. <laughs> If you say something that confusing, maybe maybe that's how you get away with it. He just put down his his um, his uh, rosary beads as well, which amused me. Yeah, right well, next to the post. I like, so I like hang on, he put yeah, down his rosary beads, yeah, beads, yeah. threatened yeah. to essentially <laughs> slit the throats of the fans. Then <laughs> no, he's actually it was a... gesturing about Brazilian funk. This guy's yeah. amazing. 
<laughs> we, we need more on this chat because yeah. this is, yeah, indeed, indeed. Rise again a few days later. Absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. Um, gentlemen, uh, let's move on to Crystal Palace 2, Southampton 2, mm. James Ward-Prowse with a trademark whip. Beat Donaldson. Whip it real good. Yes. yes. I, I think that's his 11th Premier League uh, free kick, mm-hmm. which is seven behind Davy Beckham's record. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting game because um, I, I think Crystal Palace had, had more than enough uh, in them to uh, be a, a quite middling to poor mm. to awful Southampton, which had been the past yes. few weeks. But like they did leave a lot of mid space in midfield and spent a lot of time sort of just playing out from the back. That didn't mm. it didn't need to happen. I'm I'm not all for like lumping it up to the to the forwards, but it just there was a definite lack of urgency and organisation at the back, which is just let let Southampton in. Didn't need it. Didn't yeah, need I, it. I know what you mean. Well, I think that's the under Vieira. You know, you obviously mm. they're, they're trying new styles and whatnot. Yeah, uh, and it's been a largely exactly. And and you're always going to have a few um, moments like this. I did mm. like. Hassan Hootel's assessment from two teams always drawing the season it was a logical result <laughs> <laughs> I like those kind of co- you just, yeah, I thought you would have liked to draw a 2-2 though surely uh, yeah oh, well, when, when they got the lead and um, yeah. you know oh, you hadn't scored for so long you know he's, pops well, up. JWP he's third on all time Premier League uh, goal scored from direct free kicks is he third I only, thought he was joint only, fourth uh, yeah no I think Oh, no, yeah, he is joint fourth. I'm talking absolute nonsense. That's what happens, you see. You miss out the third, don't you? David says uh, <laughs> David Beckham, Thierry and Jean-Franco Zola scoring more. I, t- I thought uh, Seb Larson scored quite a few um, mm. former Sunderland. Oh, I surely wouldn't have got, got anywhere got near not that many. Beckham, many. yeah. Mm. No, no, but he's, he, he did score quite a few. But it, what a, what a uh, uh, you know, what company to be among, Jim, with... Uh, mm. You know, free kicks and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but Brahma we don't scored. know he was though. You just, you just, you just ride in the Seb Larson train, which I didn't see coming. <laughs> no, I am Seb right, Larson propaganda do. train. <laughs> uh, nice goal from Broja, um, who Broch. looks who looks like a good player. Mm. Another Chelsea loaner. He looked very aggressively pleased with himself when he scored that goal. Yeah, um, I, we, I didn't realise that a lot of like loanees and certainly Chelsea loanees, yeah. um, the modern loan agreement contractually uh, dictates that if you if you play enough games for the team that you've been loaned to, um, you're not allowed to be recalled. And so if you don't play enough, mm. you can be recalled because things sort of go, well, look. Yeah. Um, and it happens It happens a lot when Newcastle players when they go north of the border. I see. <laughs> they go, oh, let's have you Let's have you back from Aberdeen. Come on. <laughs> let's have you back from Hinge, yeah. please. Chelsea are not going to be able to recall Conor Gallagher, are <laughs> no. they? <laughs> no. <laughs> the all-action Conor Gallagher, um, who uh, he didn't score a beauty in that game, which was uh, an absolute disgrace, if mm. you ask me. Uh, indeed, yeah. Um, but uh, nice to see uh, uh, Southampton finishing the game with Theo Walcott and uh, Shane Long up front. Clearly yeah. looking for the ball Retro. in behind there. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about long balls and so on. <laughs> let's get, let's try and uh, attack that defence from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long ball behind did... into about 2016, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't quite work. Well, Southampton started with seven players, 24 years old or younger. So a young side. I mean, mm. it, it's interesting with Hassan Hoot, isn't it? Because I, I, I sort of, I realise this is... <laughs> I sort of think they're in danger of the drop, but under Hassan Hootl, I don't think they'll go down. Yeah. Mm. But, but that, but that, I that in itself think, is a dangerous position, isn't it? It's like if, if you spend too, li- too, too long staying up because there are teams who are shitter than you, rather than you actually improving yes. or, or kind of moving in a, in a positive direction, sooner or later you become one of those mm. teams. Yeah, the, uh, Southampton would have definitely been 
gutted when Steve Bruce got sacked. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of things. We'd be like, oh, I'm not Eddie. Oh, that's, that's, oh, we're going to have to pull our socks up a little bit. Well. <laughs> um, but could Brighton be pulled back into the relegation mm. uh, business, Peter? They lost 1-0 to Wolves. Um, Wolves. What a goal! Though mm. it's an absolute delightful goal, that one. Ruben Neves, beautiful assist, mm. and Roman Sace uh, scoring a, a lovely goal. Though he wasn't, he, he, his comment was quite funny. He said it was a fantastic <laughs> pass, but I deserve credit for the finish with my right foot. I never use my right foot. It's like all right, mate. I think like, <laughs> it did look like he tried to square it across. Back. Yeah, uh, no, beautiful goal though. To be fair though. If you you know if you don't score a huge amount of goals and you 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 get a winner as well you you win the match with a goal and everyone's going the pass did you see the pass I, well hang on I still yeah. had a bit to do he's living up to his name Sass yeah. <laughs> bit, of, bit of Roman Paul Sass they're very true he is right though I mean it, yeah the, the pass was delicious but I think you've got to take the whole thing as uh, as a neat little package you have but uh, was it victory has many fathers and <laughs> failure. <laughs> That's very few. Yeah, but surely history is written by the winning goal scorer. <laughs> yes, I suppose. And when you're and when you're a wolf side that sets up to defend, yeah. like you do, um, you, you're probably going to edge. Uh, you're going to edge it one nil, uh, or, or draw it uh, completely goalless. I, I think. I think Wales, uh, Wales, uh, Wolves uh, set up to do one thing uh, do. away from home, and they just uh, and and they went about it really well. I thought. Pete, can I can I clarify when you said Wales instead of Wolves? There, did you yeah. mean Wales the country or Wales? The, like, <laughs> imagine those. Creature. Imagine a big whale mm. with seven wolves on top. Oh, I can't. <laughs> we'll have a go. Yeah. What your 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 mind will not extend to that, Mark? No, because I'm wondering. A whale with loads of wolves on the top. No, but no, but i It's weird. No, but but it's drinking from the blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Uh, <laughs> no, I was wondering if the wolves. He's opting are... out. Marcus is opting out of the image. <laughs> no, but are the, the are the wolves in the water? Uh, no, they're, no, the, the whale. The whale. Is, yeah, the, uh, no, but I'm thinking the beach. The whale is above the water, or yes. part of it is above the water yeah, yeah, line, and, they're and the wolves there. are on top. They're like surfboarding, effectively. Well, I thought the whale had been beached, and the wolves had mm. formed a pack, and they were trying to get it back in the water. <laughs> that's, that was where my imagination was. What yeah. beach are you going to? That's got packs of wolves knocking about. Bele- <laughs> oh. Benevolent packs of wolves, wolf oh. lifeguards. <laughs> you know, uh, little islands you got. To. <laughs> I can't comment on that, um, but uh, but there we are. But at least those games went ahead, gentlemen, because Burnley mm. versus Watford it was, it was called off two and a half hours before kickoff due to a COVID outbreak in the Watford camp. With the Premier League saying they had an insufficient number of first team players yeah. to fulfil the match. Now this is getting messy, isn't it? It is getting messy. Then obviously players aren't in bubbles at the moment, and and they and and I don't know whether that will change anytime soon. Um, there's a real kind of uh, drive, and, and Jurgen Klopp was quite. Uh, spoke quite eloquently about it um that, that players need to be need to be boosted need to be vaccinated and a lot of players are they talked about this morning on uh, on the radio that um a lot of players certainly ones that have uh a trying for kids and stuff they, they they've sort of read the, the 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 frankly nonsense about uh leaving your sterile and stuff and so a lot of them aren't don't, don't want to do that for that reason and others obviously um so it's it's going to be interesting to see whether there'll be at some point a two-tier system of players who have been vaccinated yeah. non-vaccinated uh who will have to train by themselves who can't play effectively you know you have every right to do whatever you want with your body but it's a commercial enterprise and you have every right to not play unfortunately so it, it is difficult it is difficult it is very very difficult I don't know why the Premier League aren't showing leadership but then they rarely do do they Marcus <laughs> yeah you, you'll be asking the government to show leadership in a minute Italy's, but, uh, Italy's I think Serie A's got like 95 um, percent, 95% uh, jabbed what is it yeah did you say it was what, 68% here I think yeah, yeah and 68% that, that figure came out a few months ago isn't it it's not been updated since which mm. is interesting 
Yeah. Mm. But and, and then you have Brendan Rodgers saying that they try to postpone the game against Tottenham Hotspur, Leicester's mm. game, and saying that, well, this isn't fair. This is favouritism being shown for certain teams. And if a, if a match is going to be on TV, then you're, you're saying, well, you can't lose your sort of product and all this mm. kind of stuff. And as you say, this all suddenly gets very, very messy because the Premier League take each game on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. So it's not sort of a blanket rule. There are a few rules that, you know, if you've got 14 players, I think, available, mm. you can dip in in your, your under-23s. Mm. Um, whereas if you don't have 14 players available and your training ground has been shut, then mm. it's pretty likely that the game's going to be called off. I think off. you're legally entitled to take a Chelsea loanee on loan. Is that right? You can, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyone can call in a Chelsea yeah. loanee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, um, if Chelsea aren't playing, you can you can loan in one of their It's players. like a video game. They come out of helicopters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we get Mason Mountain? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bec- um, what's really interesting about this as well is that Leicester wanted the game called off. Spurs saw it as an opportunity to play the game with Wren in the um, Europe, in the, in the Conference League, uh, yeah. but it was denied. So they might go out of a competition through mm. no fault of their own there when that really does seem to be a workable solution that suited all parties. So that's, I, I think, pretty harsh on them. Well, Conte was particularly angry about that. And he said, look, we, we even said we would go to France and play it. They really want to fulfil that fixture. Um, and people will have their opinions about the, the game when it was called off. But it, it does look like um, that they could be uh, put out of the competition because uh, they can't fulfil the fixture and, uh, mm. and the game is then given to Ren. But we shall see what happens there because nothing has been uh, ruled on that. Mm. Of course, though, if you want some more European football chat, get yourselves over to a Football Ramble Presents for today's On the Continent. Dotton, Andy and David Cartledge will be talking about two La Liga title chasers um, from Sevilla and that chaotic Champions League draw. It'll be out a little bit later than usual today on Football Ramble Presents, but do keep your eye out for that all right, let's have a quick break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. We're Not Fucking Historians is the show all about Irish history, where Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes bring you a few facts and plenty of crack. This month saw their most important episode yet, the history of Ireland's favourite multi-beverage. That's where he's got the brewery, St James's Gate. He took out a 9,000-year lease. In the year 10,000, that's going to be a sad day for Guinness when they're booted out. <laughs> 10,759 AD. Heineken just come in and go, finally we've got it. <laughs> On Tuesday, they're reflecting on their own festive traditions and a few things you might not know about the Emerald Isle's Christmas connections. There is apparently mounting evidence that St Nicholas of Myra, who inspired the legend of Santa, is buried in County Kilkenny. It's actually on private land. (laughs) 
So they don't allow visitors. Don't, I don't think it's a great one to sell the kids. Can we go to Disneyland? <laughs> no, come on, I'll take you to where Santa's buried. <laughs> So come on in and get involved. Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians wherever you get your podcasts. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe and this is the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails. If you've got something for us, showfootballramble.com. We got an email from Mike regarding Tuesday's story about the pig released on the pitch in the AFL. I wanted to provide a correction and put some meat on them bones. It wasn't a tribute to Tony Plugger Lockett, but Sydney's attempt to put him off as he was on the opposition St Kilda. Ah. Sydney Scott Watters uh, told the story as follows. With the team sat in the pub the week before, the game thinking of how to stop Plugger. We tossed ideas around over a couple of beers and a few laughs, then a guy with a goatee sidled up to us. He said he'd been listening to our conversation and was a Sydney diehard who knew how he could beat Plugger. <laughs> I know how to beat Plugger. You want to know how to beat Plugger? I know how to beat Plugger. <laughs> he said his name was Joe and he's a pig farmer. Uh, he reckoned that if he... Of course he was. He, he reckoned that if we painted a number four and Plugger on the sides of a pig and a strategic time in the game unleashed it on the SCG, it would put Plugger off his game. <laughs> How did he know that for sure? Yeah, we, look, <laughs> I hate pigs. Uh, we told him initially to go away, but after a few more drinks, the idea started to gain momentum. We got him back into the group and exchanged uh, phone numbers. The following Wednesday, I got a call. It's Joe, the pig farmer. I'm in Sydney and I got the pig. <laughs> where, where can we put it? I told him... Imagine receiving that call. Uh, I can't confirm how the pig got into the ground or who wrote the misspelled plugger mm. uh, with P-L-U-G-G-A, uh, but I have it on pretty good authority that there was a meeting in the car park where it was wrapped in a couple of towels and put into a training bag. <laughs> plugger didn't, up, didn't end up playing the game. They still lost. Oh, Plugger. Oh, sick. He knew the, there was is, a pig uh, on the loose. The best <laughs> laid plans of pigs and men. Is every word of that a lie? <laughs> I think it would have had a more exciting dum dum if yeah, it was maybe. a lie, surely. Oh, I love, I love the sound of this Joe fella. Do you think his answer to everything is just pigs? Yeah. Pigs. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm got a pig for that. So you're just going to fix your aeroplane? <laughs> pigs. Do you know what will help you in your job interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just he just goes around the par, the bars and pubs of Sydney offering uh, pigs. As, Have you as... just got a lot of pigs in your hands? You try and get so. rid yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like the, it? the yeah. pig king, the Joe Exotic of pigs. Is that right? <laughs> oh, dear. Nice. Show at footballramble.com. Yeah. Very much oinky news. <laughs> right, gentlemen. Um, uh, uh, yesterday uh, the, 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 on the show, we talked about uh, Sergio Aguero retiring from the game of football. Um, and uh, yes, of course, he announced this at a press conference he'd be quitting Barcelona and retire from professional football because of an irregular heartbeat. I just wanted to talk a bit more about uh, the great man, of course, because mm. um, it was quite on the hop yesterday. It was kind of breaking news because a player like him deserves a big old mention for what he did yeah. mm. uh, for the game or in the game and what, what he did for Manchester City, you could say. I mean, yeah. um, a, a phenomenal player, one of um, the great strikers of his own generation, you would say. One of the, the best strikers in Premier League history or, or top-flight English football history. Mm. You don't have to limit to, to the Premier League, of course. Um, an, an, an incredible player. And it is a shame that he's having to um, uh, quit football a little bit early at the age of 33. But apparently, according to his friends, you know, he's actually been quite... Uh, um, philosophical about Sanguine, the whole thing. Yeah. Sanguine, yes, mm. you could say. 
because he achieved so much in the game. Mm. Um, and uh, and what a player he was. I mean, you, Jim, we remember when he burst onto the scene at Manchester City. We knew he yeah. was a great player because obviously Atletico Madrid, um, he'd been uh, doing some good stuff there, winning the Europa League. And I think they won the, the Super Cup, if my, my memory serves me well, uh, the European Super Cup. Um, and when he arrived in in the prem, people were saying, "You know, this guy, this, you know, the, 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 we love a squat Argentinian striker." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and that, was it a substitute? He came on against Swansea City, and those two goals, and it was like, "Oh, hello!" And yeah, uh, and it's away. fair to say, he started as he mean to go on. I mean, yeah. he, of course, there was injuries, which was a great show. But imagine what he would have achieved without the injuries for crying out. Yeah, about. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal his record. He is one of the great. Premier League strikers, one of the best strikers we've ever seen in English football. Really, I think you can mm. you can certainly make the argument that he's, he is an all time great. And does he hold the record for? I think it's most goals for a single team in the Premier League, doesn't he? As well, and his 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 goals to minutes ratio is is ridiculous, just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. He, I mean, he's there aren't enough superlatives. He he was mm. just um, an absolute joy to watch. I'm so sad for him. I'm I'm glad to hear that he's taken it well. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Um, because obviously that must be a very very difficult thing, um, and that he's to, retiring to now rather through. than say like you know four or five years ago. I did, mm-hmm. I, at yes. least yeah, you I, would yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. argue he's, he's he was in his twilight yes, years as a true. performer, and he and he certainly showed that in, in the Premier League in in, in the last uh, season or so. But I mean fundamentally, like he's I think he's is he third highest scorer for Argentina. Like I mean, mm-hmm. Batistuta and Messi, he's not bad yeah. company really. Man City's it? top goal scorer of all yeah. time, which is a record you'd imagine he'll keep for a bit. Yeah, just a yeah. Bit, unless yeah. unless Erling Haaland yeah. turns up or something like that. But but, but but I think on international level, I think maybe his achievements are even more because he never had a great tournament really. He I know what you mean. Bit, like he was good in the last one, but. Hit the team were a mess, mm. Um, mm. and it, and obviously overshadowed by other footballers, totemic uh, yeah. footballers yeah. Uh, in that side, and so it was a little bit more difficult for him. I think if he'd played in a in a better Argentina side and yeah. a more organised uh, yes. Argentina side, possibly not managed by Diego Maradona. Yeah, that doesn't. Point. That's not going to help. <laughs> not going to yeah. help, is it? Um, I think if they were a bit more organised, he would be celebrated. Uh, I think he would. Um, he would be celebrated a little bit more, but as it stands, what what a what a Premier League footballer! Yeah, and, and, and of yeah. course, he was a part of the Argentina squad that did reach a World Cup final. And mm. I know people often, I, th- I think people sometimes don't give players credit when that when they lose a final. You think, mm. well, no, actually, he did play. In, I mean, he played in the Champions League final for his final appearance for Manchester City. Yes, it was a substitute appearance, and yes, of course, it's the disappointment mm. of um, of of losing the game. But he, but that is. The pinnacle, really, mm. those those two stages, you would say, World Cup and Champions League final. And, of course, he lost them both, but he was there. Mm. Uh, and it shows you because very, very few players ever get to grace that that stage. But they did win the Copa America Argentina. And I think people might not realise just how important that was. He played a few times. I think he played in a few of the group stages. I'm not sure if he mm. was used in the knockouts. He may have been as a substitute, but certainly didn't play um, in the final. Certainly didn't start um, some of the crucial games. I don't think he even scored in the tournament. But the fact is he was there. And, again, Argentina like Brazil and, and, and one or two other sides but Argentina very much they're a real partisan lot yeah. when it comes to football they absolutely love it and they, and they, and they do um, he'll be in the stands in the next World Cup you know swinging his shirt around his head <laughs> with, all the, with all the boys you know and, and, and I think that will be a very cherished memory the fact mm. is they did win a trophy because Messi and Aguero and all those players you, mm. as you say They'd they disappointed and you could argue underperformed, but to win that trophy and to be a somewhat a part of it, mm. not as much as he would have liked, of course. Um, but I think that was that you know that 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 was huge for him and mm. uh, and also as as I say, you know, 
you know, when he when he came on, I think he was what was he the youngest one of the youngest players ever to play top flight football in in Argentina when it, when he when he turned out for Independiente. You know, incredible career and and, and the one goal he did score uh, for Barcelona. Yes, it was a consolation, but it was in the Clasico. <laughs> so yeah. a, little, a, a slight collector's item, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I, again, it was a consolation. I, I, I sort of understand that, but for him, a goal scorer. Um, uh, you know, talk about the big stages to say, yeah, I, I didn't last very long, but he did play at Barcelona for the new Camp and he did score in that it, fixture. It, yeah. Is there a more likely kind of, uh, if you're a goalkeeper mm. and you're facing off against Sergio Aguero and he's about to put a shot through you with his right foot? Yes. That, I mean, is there is there a situation <laughs> in world football that would make you shit your pants more? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there would be. Maybe if it was Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> he usually doesn't put further out though. <laughs> he's also he's a really important sig- figure for City in terms of their evolution oh, into being yeah, the, the, the mm. club they are now. Because, not just because he scored identity, like mm. possibly the iconic Premier League goal, um, yeah. mm. but in that he became an icon himself. You know, if you're mm. going to be a, a truly top top club who, who are challenging for European honours and sort of become synonymous with the sport itself, you need iconic players. And he, you know, he's one of that first crop. I mean, you, you put Yaya Toure and David Silva in the same bracket, I think. But him, Vincent more so, well, even yeah. than them two. Um, yeah. But a big part of that is obviously the goal, but uh, the, the goal that's scoring against QPR for, to, to win them their first title. But but also just the, the consistency, the amount of goals. And, and yeah, he's just, what an absolute warrior. You're right, Jim, because, again, you, when, when you talk about Manchester City's recent history, you do have to put it in the context of that shadow that loomed large over them from yeah. their neighbours, Manchester United, mm. from their from their quiet neighbours. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and and for Manchester City, you know, the, the players that they used to cherish and love in, in sort of recent years, it was people like Sean Gota, you know, and, and, and you should love yeah. those players. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I think that's great. And they're the sort of the cult heroes. Of course. But when they look across the city and they see, you know, the Cantonars and the Roonies and, mm. uh, and, 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 and so on and so forth, um, they think, well, can't we have one of those players? And the fact <laughs> is, they do. You know, because you're right. You need to mention Company and Silver, um, and Torre, and and mm. and and one or two others. But the fact is, they had a goal scorer like that. And mm. there's nothing more than fans like when a player scores goals. Yes, obviously the other players on the pitch, but inevitably that is that is what we watch football yeah. for, really. And he gave away his car once. Gave away his car. Gave away his car once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's it. And, and all the reports are very sort of, despite you know his career, he was a very sort of likable, humble mm. guy, and uh, did a lot in the community as well. Yeah. So, yeah, a wonderful uh, career, and then had an interesting time with Guardiola, of course, who demanded more from him. I mean, can you imagine yes. that? That and again, that shows you the commitment and the professionalism of Aguero. You know, he's had his injuries and whatnot, but there he is, one of the the, the, the club's greatest ever players. He's won loads of titles and, and, and cups. And Guardiola comes along and goes, well, I want more from you. And you think... Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 you almost think you almost wish that he'd got him a little, a little bit earlier. Imagine yeah. what Pep Guardiola wow, could do totally. in an in uninjured uh, yeah. Sergio Aguero. But he did Christ. make him. But those those sort of couple of years where he was really on song, he did mm. manage to squeeze a bit yeah. more out of Aguero. Which exactly, was, which was he demanded more, and he got it. He adapted yeah, his game, and, but, but that's and, what I mean, Jimmy. Aguero could have said, "Piss off, mate." You know, I, I think look mm. at my goals. Look at the, you know, what, I think I'm doing more than enough here. But he but he did it, and, and apparently Guardiola made the trip to the new camp for his press conference. Which is the most sort of Guardiola thing of all time. Yeah. yeah. I know I got rid of you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But he will be missed from the football pitch. There's, there's no doubt mm. about that. But we have the memories, of course. And Manchester City fans mm. certainly have uh, a lot of great memories of him. Um, well, let's look ahead to uh, tonight, uh, gentlemen, because, of course, Leicester are playing Spurs, um, despite uh, 
you know, Brendan Rodgers. Neither team having any players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chelsea, Everton, and Liverpool, Newcastle. Uh, mm. Another three points for Newcastle, <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the shot? <laughs> <laughs> on Monday I'm in yeah I'm one of house boys I like it he's got me I yeah. like it he's got me didn't take the Saudis long to win you over <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean they could have done this fucking two years ago <laughs> and I would have had a nicer time this bullshit <laughs> now this has to be tied in with the fucking takeover they could have torn down those fucking sports direct sides two seasons ago and given me Eddie Howe I know so that lump I know <sighs> better late than never well, they are reportedly closing in a deal for England's Kieran Trippier, which would make um, uh, him the highest, uh, their highest player. Mm. I mean, he's been did... a target for for have quite a while, hasn't he? I mean, quite incredible, really. Last season, he won La Liga. Mm. He set up uh, England's goal in the European Championships final. It's a man fitting <laughs> of, 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 of for, for St James's Park, you would say, isn't it? One last big move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to the new China is, is he Newcastle the, yeah. United is this is this uh, Callum Wilson saying please sign him because maybe Southgate will come and have a look at us yes maybe <laughs> yeah he'll is? be forced if he has to buy him in yeah it's probably like dependent on his uh, Callum Wilson's new contract <laughs> sign some England internationals please that'll, that'll do me nice so Gareth has to get the tips sent yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah 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 uh, well who, who knows uh, what Newcastle could conjure up at Anfield tonight uh, we, we will uh, look forward to that one um, and uh, what about Everton? Their own fitness situation is, is pretty bleak. Uh, both Richarlison and Andros Townsend have been ruled out until next year. And there was all that stuff about Richarlison you know, being substituted by Rafa Benitez and people were angry, right. understandably so, because they probably thought it was a tactical decision, but it mm. turned out it was to do with uh, Richarlison's uh, injury. Uh, mm. Seamus Coleman himself is a doubt after injuring himself on Sunday. Um, but the, bit, the, the sort of wider picture at Everton is that Rafa had some positive talks this week with uh, Everton owner Farhad Moshiri. And um, uh, Rafa said he said he needs time to change the mood at the club and their fortunes. Because when asked about the, the situation at the club, he said, which is the feeling of the last years for any Everton fan? Success or frustration? You know the answer. <laughs> a bit punchy from old Rafa, isn't it, PT? I, I think he, he's feeling the pressure. His last couple of press conferences where he... Uh, where he's talked about the club is uh, yeah. he's been spiky. He has been yeah. spiky. He might have a fact Jim. sheet before long. He, 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 well, <laughs> yes. it sounds like he's already got one. Uh, mind you, though, Jimmy might be feeling the pressure because there's rumours swirling around that. Oh, that's uh, the Wayne... last place you want them. <laughs> <laughs> that Wayne Rooney, that. Wayne Rooney himself, could return to Goodison Park as manager. What do you think of that? I think that is a terrible idea, and I'm all <laughs> for it. <laughs> Who's the bloke away at Cinnamon? That bloke. Isn't he it's like? Hasn't he got like, yeah, hasn't he got like a vote in the in the in somewhere in the in the club? Is he? And he and he said on Twitter, "Who thinks? Listen, who thinks I should put this, <laughs> put this man and vote to put this man in in the dugout? Yeah, I'll have some cinnamon, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah have a have a have a bang on. I've that. had a heart bypass. Oh dearie me. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, sadly, Rooney's car was vandalised this week after he removed ref- refused to move it. Uh, to make way for a Christmas market with giant penises drawn <laughs> into the dirt on his bonnet. So when they say vandalised, it's the soft end of vandalising, isn't it? Because it was just written on the dirt. Yeah. You think like, can Wayne car? Rooney not go one day without being a, like, a character from fucking Viz? <laughs> <laughs> like, <he> just... <laughs> <laughs> just, this yeah. stuff just follows him around, doesn't it? I don't get this. There was a where was the Christmas market and Rooney's arm refused. Was it like outside? Well, actually, was it on his driveway? Those things usually like car parks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, maybe. It had to, <laughs> the market had to be built around his Land Rover with the bell ringers moved to a different spot. Rooney, Rooney was in a nearby pub, 
pub, so he probably couldn't move his car. That's not what you know. What hasn't been um, reported. Oh, right, the the okay. headline for this was uh, Wayne's Todgy Parking, which is the sort of <laughs> level we're at. Todgy Parking. Oh, the penis. Sorry, right. The, okay. You know, should be across that really. So, do you I? think that's vandalising a car if you if you write it in dirt? I mean, obviously, you know, we don't suggest people Dog do dirt. that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> definitely is. No, but the dirt on the, you know, like on the old white vans, you know, yeah, also available in car, white. Yeah, my other car is. I clean wish, or yeah. wish my wife was as dirty as this. Oh, that kind Marcus. of thing. That was, I'm no, saying I, that was the what, what people. You people clean say me. a lot of stuff. You don't repeat it, do you? Clean me was another clean one. Clean me, that's classic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. also available in white was my favourite of the genre. So I don't know, Jim. You know, let him let. Him just let him sleep enjoy. in a pub. Let him enjoy. <laughs> he probably just dozed off. <laughs> just let the man sleep. As the old expression goes, you snooze, you, you get look. penises drawn on your bonnet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, who knows? Smashing. Maybe we will see uh, Wazza in the dugout at Everton soon enough. Maybe we won't. But we will uh, certainly see him uh, moving his car next time a Christmas market is uh, on the horizon. There mm. we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Ta-da. Thank you very much, Jimmy Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon again. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.